what's going on i'm austin i'm jake we're back clicks and chips has returned again you know we like we like to keep you guys guessing you know i like to keep you guessing jake on, uh, yeah who knows if we'll return or not <laughs> so that when we when we come back it's that much more exciting it's just that much more exciting so we got you know we had to do an episode after that we, we know you all saw what we saw Super Bowl Sunday. That Doctor Strange trailer was very, very eventful. Nuts. And we have quite quite the amount of things to discuss in terms of it. <clears throat> so without further ado, let's get into it. So Sunday night, right before the game, the uh, right before the Super Bowl. Um, they dropped a 30-second tease of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and it looked really cool. And then at the end, they were a little tagline, you know, full trailer online now. And that just got everybody like, oh, oh shit. You know, like, who cares about football? Doctor Strange is on YouTube. Got everybody on YouTube looking at that trailer. Oh, yeah. So, there, let's talk about a little thing first. In the, uh, the TV spot itself, there were a couple of frames that weren't in the trailer, the full trailer, which I thought was interesting. Like, um, for instance, we got a full look at a strange um, Defender Strange with the ponytail. We got a full look at him. We got a look, a close-up look at Zombie Strange, or whatever you want to call that. And uh, I think I think we got a little image of Wanda. It looked like she was in the mirror dimension. Like strange, it was strange, looking, yeah. Putting her in the mirror dimension which is fascinating. I got a little theory about that we'll get to later. Um, so right off the bat, was this the best MCU trailer we've ever seen? Yeah, uh, if not very, very, very close. Yeah, I, I agree. This, you know, you, you think we all lost it when we saw, you know, Hello, Peter, but we just saw, we, we didn't even see Patrick Stewart in his trailer, we heard him and saw a bit of his bald head and that guy would be excited. Just a bit, a bit of his bald head. <laughs> a bit of his bald head and we need to tell him the truth. Everybody knew. Everyone and their mother knew. Everybody knew. That was Patrick Stewart. That was 100% Patrick One Stewart. of the most recognizable voices out there. Now, Jake, I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, more than a few years ago, I think it was more like four or five years ago, um, when Disney and the Fox merger was starting, uh, Feige had, or Patrick, Patrick Stewart had done an interview. I, I couldn't tell you with what company. And he had said that he met with Kevin Feige and they were talking about a potential return, but he said, you know, I was just coming off Logan and I felt that was such a, you know, similar to Hugh Jackman, you know, I felt that was such a good close to, to my character's story and pretty much left it out at that. So that answered a lot of people's questions. So we thought at the time that um, that's that, you know? Like Kevin Feige tried, he shot a shot. You know, Patrick Stewart's up there in age, and he felt that the character yeah. had a very, yeah, good, yeah. Uh, very good closing. Well, that was bullshit. Well, yeah, I, I think it was something similar to like the foe where it's like, it can't be a cameo. And, like, it legitimately has to be, you know, cool for him to be interested in it. Yeah. And let's – I mean, I, I think they struck that deal during that meeting years ago. I think this movie – I think it him. was discussed because, you know, this is way sure, before Spider-Man. Sure. And I think Foggy was starting to plan out the next phase, where to go – which direction to take it in. So, and remember, this was supposed to release before Spider-Man. So I feel like this was supposed to be like the big crossover movie with non, you know, MCU characters. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think the trailer itself was absolutely outstanding. We got to go through a couple scenes. Charles Xavier's the clear cut, obviously the biggest part of that trailer that was amazing to see, especially for, you know, lifelong fans like ourselves. Uh, but what we also saw was a different side of Wanda that we haven't seen. A like few a different darker, Wandas. 
a darker Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple Wandas. And uh, there's been rumors for a long time that she was going to be the uh, protagonist, the villain of this film. And I think this trailer all but confirmed that, Jake. I think that's what they want us to believe. I think there's a bigger picture here that we're missing. Really? So you think that she's not the villain? I think that's how it's going to look. But I feel like there's some puppet master and there's somebody in control of all this. Okay, so you think it's some like trailer magic, like Infinity War kind of thing? Or do you think uh, they're just misleading us purposely kind of stuff? Well, this is hard to say because it's Spider-Man. There was no fake out shots in the trailer. And I don't count like... That was Sony though, remember? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there was no fake out shots. So I think with this one, there's... This is Marvel, Marvel. So I definitely think that there's going to be some fake out shots and misleading information. Yeah, I mean, let's also talk about. We saw uh, Shumagorath, I believe, is the name of the creature in the city who threw the bus. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. When we chopped that down, you know, I've seen, I've been seeing the uh, because this this trailer is getting praised from kind of everybody, and I saw someone's theory as to why that is, and I thought that was very interesting. And they said, um that this trailer is so unique and so like beloved because there's not one second of comedic relief in that whole trailer. And that's where Sam Raimi comes in. That trailer is all serious, straight to the point, like real fucking implications are coming to the MCU. Real implications. Some things things are going to happen. Yep. Things are going to change. And I don't think it's going to be fucking good things, but what, what we also saw in the trailer, now, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the trailer, I feel like 90% of us would have seen what I saw when we saw that figure crash through the wall and hit Wanda. I thought two things. I said, A, holy shit, is that Carol, is that Carol Danvers? Is that Captain Marvel? And B, holy shit, is Johnny... Uh, fucking, um, human Torch. Human Torch. Thank you. That's Human Torch. Those are two things I thought. And like two seconds, two seconds later, I'm like, can Human Torch even like bust through walls? Like, is he anything? Is he super strong or is he just fired or whatever? That's He's just fire and he can yeah, fly. So uh, <laughs> I kind of debunked that in my head, but I thought it was Carol Dan. He would die. He would splat against the wall. <laughs> but since then, we've seen people have been able to really um, decode the images and fix the pixelation and the quality and show us. They released a, a 4K image of it recently and they kind of zoomed yeah. in. People yep. zoomed in on it. And what we believe to be looking at is Maria Rambeau from the first Captain Marvel movie. Buy it. Who was uh, Carol Danvers' um, co-pilot, I believe, or maybe she was just a a, a partner or whatever it was in the Air Force, at least, a, or a variant too. Well, we'll get into that in a second. But the characters, also, in case you don't know, she was the she's the mother of Monica Rambeau because I saw a lot of Monica Rambeau speculation too, which it could be. You know, we're not saying it definitely is someone or definitely is not, but you know, I think the wide thought is uh, it could be uh, Maria Rambeau. But what? Go on what we were just saying, though, Jake, about her. Well, they just introduced the variants, so I feel like we're definitely going to be seeing variants, and that would make sense with the Wanda thing, too, where there's four or five different ones. Mm-hmm. And that Maria Rambeau is probably a variant, like you said, from a different multiverse who she got. She was in the explosion crossfire yeah. of the, that spaceship, and she became Captain Marvel. But let's That'd be, be pretty cool. Here. Regardless, let, I mean, I think we both agree that whoever that is, she's got Captain Marvel abilities. And we're, we're going to see Wanda versus Captain Marvel in this movie. That's going to be a close one. That's Kevin Foggy has gone on record. He has said multiple times, Captain Marvel's the strongest, most powerful hero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Probably but, at that point, you know, maybe. True, true, true. But Wanda... You know, Wanda was, would have killed Thanos. Wanda was about yeah. to kill Thanos. And, he was, and that was before you know, that was she was the Scarlet being. Witch. That's before she was even the Scarlet Witch, Jake. That she was going to kill him. Um, Wanda's becoming a fan favorite. And she's becoming powerful. Really fucking She's now powerful. Some more like a more deep, you know, character. You understand more with like the lost strength, power, all that fun stuff. And she got a hold of uh, the, the Dark Hole. So I'm sure she got some new abilities through that or whatever. Yeah, now it's so, magic and stuff. This fight is going to be legendary. And I feel like this fight. Go on, go on. It's hard. I'm, yeah, my, it's kind of hard to explain. It's going to be. 
I want to say like Infinity War, where there's like a couple sub fights with some characters, and then there's like two big fights in the whole movie. Sure. I mean, I think that I think that my my favorite shot of this trailer, Jake, is at the end of the trailer when Wanda's standing there with the blood in her face and she's got her hand up and you just oh, zoom in. I saw eye. something cool about that. I bet I saw the same. I guarantee we're thinking about the same thing right now. Go, blood, red blood? Forward. I'm sorry, what? Blue blood, red blood? Nope, nope. I'm thinking of something else. I'll say it in a second. Oh, so you say your thing first and then I'll say mine. Okay. So what I saw was in that shot when she's zooming in on the eyes and, you know, she bloods all over her face. Right there is when Xavier's trying to get to her head. That's the shot where she's frozen. That's actually a really good theory because that's what it kind of looks like. You know, when he's going exactly, his mind. exactly. When you think about it, like, oh, fuck, that's exactly what that looks like, isn't it? So, because uh, we know, well, we don't know, but we've, we've heard leaks that um, there will be a Xavier versus. That's Wanda how we knew he was going to be in there at first. Yes, exactly. So uh, I just thought that was very interesting. But what was your, uh, what did you hear? Somebody said, if you look at her shirt, on the upper torso that there was red blood and then like right near like the stomach abdomen you know i'm not i don't know mm-hmm. and I'll, whatever it's called anatomy that well but it's like there was blue blood too so people are saying that if that is captain marvel or a captain marvel variant that could be their blood and the red blood could possibly from possibly be from charles like charles uh-huh. and captain marvel variant are you know teaming up and they're trying to take down this unstoppable force like it's kind of like what am i trying to describe it's like oh kind of like spider-man how you have one of them distracting the other one while the other one's trying to get to her sure so like an ad electro you know sandman ordeal you're gonna have somebody like you know captain marvel who could hold her off while charles is trying to get into her head so I want to go into a couple of other things, and then I want to circle back around to some theories we might have. But let's go right into this. We, our source told us weeks ago, maybe even a month ago or so, that he confirmed to us, John Krasinski is in this movie. And John Krasinski is playing Mr. Fantastic. Now, that's been a popular fan theory fan idea casting whatever you want to call it for you know years now yeah it's a dream cast it is yes exactly but we're told that he's 100 he's in this movie he's going to be in this movie as Mr. Oh, fantastic yeah. and that's exciting to hear very exciting to hear i feel he is good for him to be back in marvel after what happened with him with captain america yeah that's true you heard about that story yeah. right oh Where... yeah oh yeah he got fucked over not really, no. He well, went he, he ain't the body all the type. way through he ain't the, the body type. Yeah, he said he went all the way through like the costume testing. He saw, you know, Chris Hemsworth walking around. He's like, mm-mm. And then he, <laughs> they got Evans. <laughs> I mean, honestly, because he's in great shape now. If he was trying to, if he was in that shape then, I mean, we might have a whole different Captain America, you know, like, we might have a totally different story. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway. What does that news does that news excite you that John Krasinski's in this movie? I think it's perfect casting. Really excited to see the introduction to Fantastic Four. And what's interesting with that thing is, you know, they're whole they're doing the whole Illuminati storyline. But apparently one of the rumors is, or based off the comic, I don't know, this is what the tweet said. The like the multiverse is messed up because of the spell. So, like, the Illuminati is, like, the group of, like, the smartest people in all of the MCU. And I said, you know, that would include – it's different than the comics. Because in the comics, they said a whole different, different people. But it's supposed to be the smartest people. So, obviously, Professor X is confirmed. That's one of them. John Krasinski is Miss Fantastic. That's another one. Some people are saying Tom Cruise variant, Tony Stark. You did see those Ultron bots. Yes, some people are saying like Dr. Banner and like Zuri because it's supposed to be like the smartest people yeah. kind of like in all the universes and they kind of like, you know, they're not watchers, but they're kind of like there because if they, something. Yeah, they keep the balance 
if something bad happened, they could like stay, they have the brains to like step in and know what the scientific answer could be. Yes. Well, I'm happy you brought all this up because I wanted to get some of our guesses on other potential cameos that we might <laughs> see in this film. So as you said, rumors of Tony Stark as uh, Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise's Tony Which Stark. Which people, when people first saw that picture of Captain Marvel variant, they thought it was Tom Cruise. They was like, oh my God, I can see a bit of a, I can see a bit of a Tom Cruise face on there. I'm sorry, by the way, how the fuck did anybody see Tom Cruise in that picture? I, I, like, I just want to know because I, I, I couldn't see you can tell, first off, the biggest thing you can tell is, like, with the hair. Yeah. Tom Cruise's hair does not look like that. Tom, that looked nothing like Tom Cruise. I don't know. I think people were seeing the what they The facial features to do not look anything like. It looks no. like a completely different person. Yeah, of course. It's like, wait, come on, come on. Like, we all want to see him. You like, recognize Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, like I swear to God, they, they saw they saw the Minotaur and, like, oh, my God, is that is that Tom Cruise? Is that Tom Cruise? I swear to God, that, that's him. If you squint real hard, that, that's Tom Cruise, Jake. <laughs> It's but anyway, other cameos. So the Illuminati, as you said, is in the comics, at least it's, it's been, there's been a few different um, versions of them, but the mainstays are always uh, Iron Man slash Tony Stark, Professor X, uh, Black Bolt, Namor, Black Panther, Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's, I, ooh, maybe that's, that's a, kind of like a recruiting thing. Maybe at the yes. end he'd, Maybe at the end, he, you know, Wong dies. Because I only say that because of, like, the way the trailer, lo- it looks like a death shot. Well, let's, let's save that for the theory part. Yeah, we'll save that for the theory part. But I think that would be a cool way to introduce him to the Illuminati in, in that movie. But there is also we- one more cameo. I don't think we discussed that our source told us about, too. Sure. The rumors of Charlize Theron and yes. Ryan Reynolds. Now, Ryan Reynolds is interesting because of the news that dropped this afternoon. That is very interesting, yeah. Where, if any of you didn't see, he was, I think it was Variety, he was doing some interview for, and they asked him, like, straight up, like, hey, fans are theorizing you're in this movie, are you in it? And, you know, very similar to Andrew Garfield. He's not the werewolf. He is not the werewolf. He, he, he says he's not in the movie. But, you know, how, how much but... do you take from that? How much Okay. This part is interesting. A, people have been saying that they've been spotting him on the poster. Yeah. Like, there's like a little glass shard. And honestly, I could see it. I could it's just see it. Of the, yeah. It's just because of the eyes. Like, the eyes are like that white, sure. white color. And you can kind of see people outlined it a little bit. A, I could argue that it looks like him. I, just, I don't think it is. I'm not saying it's him, guys. It's him. But I could argue that yeah, it looks like it. I could, I could see that. Yeah, Same thing definitely. with the Carter Shield, too. Well, yeah. So let's get back to the cameos. So yeah, our source also told us Charlize Theron is a potential add to the cast as as one of two people, either um, Sue Storm or, or Sue Sue Storm. Sue Fantastic. Yeah, whatever. definitely Sue Storm. Yeah, there's a woman, definitely. Or there's another character I'm drawing a blank on the name, but I think she's Doctor Strange's love interest at some point. Kleba. I think her name's Kleba. I don't so see her playing anybody else but Sue Storm. I know, seriously, that'd be what a what a tandem that would be. But anyway, I'm thinking you gotta have when I, I don't know why, but whenever I think of the Illuminati, I think of Black Bolt. That's just like me. And I feel like you need to have him in there in some capacity. Someone has to play him. I'm sure that they're gonna get other big actors to play these roles, and we're not gonna know it until we see it. But remember, the MCU is, changes things from the comics, so we're probably not getting the same team. Yeah, I think they're going to go... I think this Illuminati is going to be more of like a gathering characters from Marvel-type Illuminati. Yeah, because we know we know Namor is in Black Panther 2. So would they really introduce a variant of Namor just to introduce, reintroduce him? I don't think the they'll have years? him or Black Panther in that movie either. That was my question. Do you think they do? Do they do they try that? There's rumbling. There's rumblings. Very, very. Taking a grain of salt, that Michael B. Jordan might be playing a variant of Black Panther in the Illuminati. I, I don't think. Maybe if you know Boseman was still alive, mm-hmm. I think he would have been Illuminati. But with this, I think they're just going to make it different than the, um. 
the what's it called comics. You're gonna make it different. Sure. You're just gonna get another character who's already established in that, you know, MCU. So, so I think we're definitely getting Black Bolt. I think we have to, even if it's not Tom Cruise, we have to be getting some kind of Iron Man because we saw Ultron bots. Ain't no one else making Ultron bots. So Tony yeah. Stark. So Ultron should make a return too. What if it's I know, seriously. So that's top for another day. Um <laughs> RDJ. What were your what would your thoughts be if it was RDJ? He's not gonna do it. It'll be cool, but he's not gonna do it. Okay. But what I mean, would you be happy to see him again or would you be like too soon? Like what what would you what would you feel? As as cool as it would be, I just think rewatching Endgame and rewatching definitely Far From Home won't have the same impact. Sure. And it wouldn't be the same RDJ, but it would be, it would be you know, a variant from this universe where he doesn't die, but it's like and then I think what if Wanda it's good that him? he's Yeah. I think it's good that he's dead. I mean, I don't want, I didn't want him to die, but I think like yeah. all those characters have been affected by it. They died. Yeah, they died. They, That's they like saying if Nat ending. came back, like Yelena and Clint would be like two different people. Like it wouldn't, their characters would just like completely change. Yep. All right. So now let's get into some theories here. Now I want to start this off because I've just seen this trailer like 45 times by now. Hey, yeah, casual viewing of it. <laughs> and I'm just looking at shots and seeing things on Twitter and putting pieces together here and there, whatever. I just want to make a very, very interesting point that I know we talked about, about uh, the scene where in the beginning of the trailer where Doctor Strange goes to find Wanda and she's at like that cottage picking flowers or whatever it was she was doing. And then later in the trailer, we see Wanda in her Scarlet Witch costume with like the red lighting around and everything. And um, that just, and uh, you know, when you watch the trailer at first glance, you don't think much of it. But there's someone on Twitter who put side-by-side images and Doctor Strange is wearing the same exact clothes in both scenes. So This makes think- me laugh because he was, remember all the rumors that he was supposed to be in WandaVision? Yes. That was, that was actually not, those weren't rumors. That was like a fact, apparently. Feige axed it, axed it. He axed that. Probably too many people like found out about it. Yeah, he yeah he said that he didn't want like it to look like some like mm. you know stereotypical white man had to come like save the day or something, and so he took it out. Well, I thought it was interesting because we were all expecting it. I mean, we were all expecting. It. But anyway, all the leaks say that he was going to be in it, like four chan leaks. Yeah, after the show the, came out. In that scene where he's got the same clothes on, it looks like Wanda's manipulating him in some way, and I think that's when. Strange tries to trap her in the mirror dimension. That's yeah, that's dangerous. I think he traps her in the mirror dimension, and I think he takes the dark hold from her because he's like Wanda, what, like, what have you done, kind of thing. Like you're. Well, she, let's hope that Wanda, you know, doesn't know geometry because if Wanda knows geometry, <laughs> Strange is screwed. No, that's the thing. Mm, not talk, I'm not talking. I'm not talking. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's more uh, by a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, fucking yeah, and in no world ever is Spider-Man be. It's Doctor Strange wanted to, you know, actually could break his neck yeah yeah he wanted to actually take spider-man out he could have taken him out he was just you know he's a he's a friend but i'm not gonna rant on it but yeah so i think wanda's gonna be like a villain right, right out the gate and strange is gonna mirror dimension her be like you gotta stay here while i resolve all this shit and then you know i'll come get you or whatever and he takes the dark hole because he knows that's just making her more powerful and evil and she somehow escapes because her power is ridiculous and in the trailer also, when there's two Wandas, when there are two Wandas there, we see the the Wanda from like the WandaVision house, and she's the same Wanda who was attacking the uh, Illuminati, the Illuminati like building or whatever, the complex. So Wanda's going to storm the Illuminati, Jake. What is the thought? What does the thought of that do for you? I think at first she's going to be compliant and then I think the Illuminati is going to be like, oh, this is all the great stuff we do in this world, in this world, in this world. And she's going to watch it. And she's going to be like, so it's your fault that my children 
aren't like here. And she's going to start getting like the glowing around her hand, like the red eyes. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a huge fight in there because of that. Yeah. And Wanda versus the Illuminati just makes it makes me just grin like, oh my god, we're gonna see Wanda. I think she's gonna fight all six. I think she's gonna fight all the members and not just she's, she's gonna one v like five them, one v six them. She's gonna fucking if she can beat again, if she can beat a variant of Captain Marvel, if that's what that is, then she can beat she can beat anybody. Anybody. She's gonna and, and she's got blood splat in her face, like we were talking about. She's not gonna just beat them, she's gonna kill them. You know be cool. What? If, like, she kills Charles and, like, he just comes out of nowhere again and he's like, that's not how that works, you know? There's, you can't kill us, pretty much. Well, you know, I saw I saw a cool uh, thing where people were like, the only person who could beat Wanda, and it was it was Phoenix from X-Men. And I'm like, you know, that, that's true. Dark Phoenix, that, that's the only person that probably's got a shot, power-wise, because she's yeah. ridiculously overpowered as well. And that would be really cool, you know, if they, if they threw that in there, too. But I doubt they do that. But anyway, this trailer this trailer blew my mind. Probably did it blow your mind as well. Like I said, it was interesting because they never released the post-credit trailer online formally. Oh, well, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They did. They did release that one fully online? They did. They did, like, a few weeks after Spider-Man was open. And the, this was the official trailer that dropped. So that means yes, we're getting another trailer. trailer. We're getting another trailer. Of, speaking of Spider-Man, does this is there, are you more excited for this movie than you were for Spider-Man? For No Way Home? I remember we had this conversation before. Spider-Man was fantastic, obviously. Oh, God, it was great. But I feel like both these movies are more nostalgia. But this just opens up a lot more because they said, you know, Spider-Man is great and all. It's a love letter to the Spider-Man movies. And we are definitely satisfied. And it was fan service done right. <clears throat> Star Wars episode nine. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I had a little <laughs> bug on my throat. Yeah, yeah it sounds, Ooh, sounds like a disgusting cough, actually. Uh, yeah, I gotta get that checked out. <clears throat> but this movie, <laughs> got a, I heard. Got a case of the Ryan Johnsons. <laughs> a case of the Ryan Johnsons, yeah. <clears throat> But this movie, I heard, was a love letter to the entire Marvel as one. Now, as you know, Feige's been with Marvel for a long time. Yeah. So, and you were getting mutants in this one. Really? I think this one is going to have more of an impact than Spider-Man. Definitely. Definitely. Because this one, it's like, this affects the entire universe. Yeah, and, and we're gonna get of, a lot of cameos. Because you, uh, you reminded me. You just brought it up, and it uh, reminded me. But one more person, like you know how Toby was that guy for us. We but like we just had to see him on the big screen. Like, yeah, one more time. If we get Nick Cage Ghost Rider in this movie, Jake. If we get Nick Cage oh, Ghost it's Rider, it's number one movie on the list. Oh my god! Oh my god! That <laughs> now those movies. You know, I'm not gonna argue with you if you say they're hot, steaming piles of shit. I'm not gonna they're argue. Fun. With you. But Nick Cage, Nick Cage just goes for that was iconic. That was amazing. I fucking love Nick Cage. And the character's badass. And I don't care if he's in there for a second, just like, you know, when he's flight, flowing through dimensions and you see Nick Cage, like, what the hell was that? And then just keep going. <laughs> I don't care. Well, that that's the awesome. thing. That's 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 the thing. There's <laughs> so many dimensions that you can argue. There is a chance so we see that we see Ben Affleck, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Wesley Snipes, Blade. Toby Maguire, that was a huge rumor just because you know Sammy, Sam Raimi and all that yep. other stuff. Um, I guess you can argue. I haven't heard really anything about Electra. You know Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, because yeah, because Electra had her own movie. Don't forget. Okay, see so the other Fantastic Four. That would be funny yeah. to see Chris Evans again as Johnny Storm. <laughs> Would he ever do that? Um, I, I don't know because he said know. he's done with Captain America. Never said anything about Johnny Storm. True. Punisher, but Punisher. That's true. Yeah. What was it like, Thomas Jane? Yeah, they'll throw. Uh, what did they get? Um, uh, who played the Hulk years ago? Oh not, yeah, not, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Eric Bana? 
him and and the uh, Lou Lou Ferrigno, right? We got both well, of them, like different. Uh, Eric Bana, yeah. Uh, well, Lou Ferrigno still technically does it. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine, Jake. You want? You really want to take voice. that voice thing? All right. All right. But uh, yeah. So that trailer, all in all, that trailer was absolutely ridiculously good. Better than the game. And I just hope trailer two, they show a few more cool scenes. Maybe they show a few more horror elements. Do not show any other character. Jake, if they're showing, if they're showing us Patrick Stewart in trailer one, what the hell else is in this movie? That's what I'm saying. Like, remember the rumor for the longest time from leaks and everything was going to be trailer one for Spider-Man was going to end with a tease of the like Spider-Man and then trailer two was going to like kind of like show them. Yeah. And play, like, we all assume. Or, perfect example. Look at Ghostbusters Afterlife. First trailer yep. at the end. Dan Aykroyd. Okay, cool. Second trailer. Just had him from the waist down and we knew who it was. Oh yeah. Like but- do something like that but do it like with Patrick Stewart where you see like Patrick Stewart should be the marketing for this movie. Don't talk about anybody else. Patrick Stewart is a great marketing selling point. Yes. And just have the trailer, have him just roll up in his wheelchair and you just see him from the waist down, but you know who it is. And it's such a luxury to have that you can actually like, that you have so many other surprises. This, like the, this might be more spoilery than Endgame, like the amount of shit that's going to be in it. Because this one... Spider-Man did not have high stakes. No, we knew, you know. We knew, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, 99% of the population in the world knew 99% of the plot before walking in there, but, like... That's true. You knew walking in that... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some, like, maybe this character will die, this character will die. That's one thing. But they're they're role-player characters, you know? Yeah. They're not. That's, like, maybe, like, the original Spider-Man and one of the villains. Yeah. When I when I say like high stakes, like with this movie, it could change the entirety of the MCU of who's now in the MCU, who's out of the MCU, what's canon in the MCU, which characters join, which characters become a part of the new movies, which character might get a new movie, world Gee. might end. There's so we many could- things that could happen that it could be like catastrophic, like the world could end. They could be in another earth. There could be like a problem on like, there's so many things that could happen that are much higher stake just because it's involving different earths, multiverses, characters from all these different timelines. We could see, we could feasibly see Wanda die, strange die, Wong die, professor X die. Like, I think everyone's on the board here. I think everyone could die in this movie. I think, I think some of them are going to die, but it's going to be like their variant or something like that. Like, Evil Strange is definitely dying. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. He's the, I don't think he's the villain, though. I think Wanda's the villain, straight up. I think they're going to portray Wanda as the villain, but I think it's going to be like a, you know, kind of like what she did in WandaVision. I think it's going to be, you think... It's going to be kind of like a hex. Like she's being controlled by somebody much larger than she is. And she's like trapped. And this portray of Wanda is not actually her. Yeah. Maybe. But listen, we're going to have to wait till this movie comes out, which we're both excited for. And uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we got some exciting news of a certain show getting greenlit for a season two and exciting more movie news. So we will be right back. All right, we're back with some exciting news that dropped today, Jake. I know you saw it and are as excited as I am, but the best show on streaming slash television or wherever you get your TV shows Right now, it's got to be Peacemaker, right? It's got to. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the man. Oh, I I thought you knew the Masked Singer, dude. Oh shit! All right, close second, close second, close second. Yeah, but <laughs> Peacemaker has just been confirmed and greenlit for season two at HBO Max. That thank news. God. Thank God. My day. So much. 
So what what do you think about Peacemaker being renewed for season two? It's entertaining. I'm enjoying the show. Really looking forward to it. Can't wait to see what they do. Maybe some, maybe a longer season this time. Because, you know, all you streaming platforms are killing me with these eight episodes. Except for you, Boba Fett. I'm glad you were eight episodes. Seven, seven episodes. You see, seven, it's so I'm bad gl- we don't even remember. It's so bad we don't even remember <laughs> how many episodes it was. I'm really uh, happy, yeah. though. It, the show, you know, like, Boba Fett had a few good episodes. This show did not let me down. This show has had entertaining episodes all throughout. Funny, violent, really good story. Like, John Cena is a really, he's pretty good. He's a really good actor in the show. He's becoming a much better actor. I agree. Man went from playing Fred's dead from the Fred movies <laughs> to Peacemaker. I remember seeing that when I was younger. I remember that. John Cena was big shit back then. But, yeah. So, Peacemaker, Jake, no, I, I, we, I think everybody going into the show is very, like, who cares? Who the fuck cares about? That was their, that was their tagline for the show. Yeah, exactly. But I, um, I checked it out. They released the first three episodes, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, it's something I wanted to check out. It looked funny and it reminded me of the boys, but my expectations are gonna be like, it's decent, and then they were yeah. changed. Yeah. So I checked out these first three episodes, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, did I watch what I just watched? Like, was that actually like, was that amazing? <laughs> trying, yeah, trying yeah to, like, to wrap wow. my head around it. I remember called you. I'm like, Jake, have you watched this yet? And you're watching like seven shows right now. So you're like, not yet. Like, watch, watch it. And then my buddy, my other friend, Aiden, he had watched it. And we were, you know, we're talking about it every single week, every time it comes out. And all I say, every time I watch an episode, I text him. And I'm like, this show doesn't fucking miss. It doesn't miss. Not one bad episode. Now we have one more episode tomorrow. So fingers crossed we're not jinxing this, but there's not one bad episode in the show. How crazy is that? Banger that's, after banger after banger. It's rare, but I think that's Three. why they did eight episodes. So they can kind of carefully get like a general. It was only knowing James Gunn, he probably wrote about three to four seasons for this show and another show like he probably had everything underneath his belt. So as soon as I gave him the green light, he just started filming it. Well, speaking of um, James Gunn, so he wrote the entire season, obviously. But he, he did only directed, he was doing Suicide Squad. Yeah, and he directed uh, five episodes. He has uh, confirmed that he's going to be directing and writing all, all the episodes for next season. All of them he's going to direct and write. So that's exciting. The mind of James Gunn just never ceases to amaze. That, he knows what we like. You should have had James Gunn do Star Wars. <laughs> that would have been an interesting. Galaxy. That would have been inter- quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Skywalker dancing around to like music and stuff. I know to like the best playlist I've ever heard. He out every episode. He introduced me to a new song I've never heard of. I'm like, this song's amazing. A lot of I them I knew because they were like you know hair rock and stuff, eighties hard sure. rock. So a lot of them I I knew. You know, obviously. Did you know that one song, you know, it's about that indie band, you know, that that Motley Crue band from the ending of the episode where he's playing that that really oh, oh, indie, oh. a really, really underrated song. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. And, you know, only a few people have heard of that before. You know, yeah, it's, it's a really yeah, great yeah. indie band. Yeah. No, but that was that was such like a scene like that where you're talking about where he's playing the piano. It's like, why would it, that look? That's a stupid ass scene. But like it felt like it worked. And especially the with the next episode of what yes. that song meant to him, too. Yep. Yes. Yes. Do oh my god, exactly. Robert Patrick or Patrick Robert, whatever his name is, one of those two. Yeah, one of those two. Awesome. He really, really good actor for this show. Yes, he plays such a dick. There and he's and so good at it. What I'm glad is with his character, they're not toning anything down, which is really like ballsy, you know, now like. He is, you know, really, really bad. And he has not, you know, the way that Robert Patrick portrays his character, Patrick Robert, whatever his name is, he really takes this role 
Yeah. And like, and, I don't see that, you know, that guy from Terminator 2. I, I see like this full on, she kind of reminds me of, I want to say Starlight from like the boys where like, she's like a really racist person and like just horrible and doesn't like anybody. I mean, Homelander. No, uh, not Starlight. What was like his, oh, what was her yeah. name? The Nazi. The Nazi. Yeah. Girl. The hell was her name? Oh, I say Starlight. Yeah, no, Starlight is, you know, good. But yeah, I know who you're talking about though. But yeah, I mean, the this show, the show's so fucking good. It's so funny, and you care about all the characters. I care about every single fucking character. You know, like they're they all matter so much to me. Like listening, like how he crafts them, and the R rating works so well, and he doesn't shy away. Like no, when, he um, doesn't. He doesn't in, hold back. I think it was episode four, Jake, when. When they were, they had to kill like the family, the of like the senators or something, whoever that was. Uh, three. And it was, yeah, episode three, and it was the uh, the wife, the senator himself, and two then kids. The two kids. And then when when Peacemaker was aiming, and he kind of like you know he he couldn't do it. I thought, okay, well, obviously fake they're out. not gonna, yeah, they're gonna fake us out. They're not gonna do it. And then fucking vigilante, who by the way is maybe the best character in the show, comes over and knocks them all off basically, except. You know, the dad later in the episode, whatever. But he's taking them out. Boom, boom, boom. And like, oh, my God, they're actually doing it. They're actually doing it. Same <laughs> thing. Spoiler alert. Same thing like when he killed his dad. His dad's like, you don't have the balls. Probably you, you thought he was going to put the gun down. They were just going to arrest him. Take out. No, he shot him right in the face. He, he right shot in him face. right in the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Eagly. Eagly. How badass oh is Eagly? He's taking names. He's t- he was pecking. I'm pretty sure he rips when his eyes out. <laughs> Dude, he just soars down and <laughs> takes them out. It's amazing. And then, dude, Die Beard gets the, the, the machine gun yep. starts mowing down all the <laughs> clan members. Best scene of the whole show so whole show is Die Beard or, or the Economist, whatever, fucking chainsawing a giant butterfly gorilla. Charlie! That was <laughs> that was amazing. That was cinema. Cinema on cinema. the small screen. <laughs> oh my god, I loved it so much. The show you're like, wait till you see the next episode. You're gonna lose your mind, <laughs> bro. He flat out walks into like this plant with his X-ray helmet on. He's talking to this lady, like, and they're about to walk out. Shoots right in the face of a shotgun. Boom, boom. Thank God the show's R-rated. Oh my God, I love, I love this show so much. And actually, I'm sorry, that was Die Beard was the second best scene. The best scene in this whole show is uh, when. The butterflies take over the police station, and it's like all slow mo, and they play a song I've never heard and I fucking love called "Monster." I think it's "Reckless Love." I still, I still love that. That's the guy from Scary Movie. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! <laughs> I always think of one scene in that fucking movie. <laughs> but yeah, um, but that that scene's yeah, great. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. And it's taking over the whole fucking station. It's just. Fucking bonkers scene, absolutely bonkers scene. God, I mean, and that show's so great, but it's also very similar to another show that me and you have. You that know, whole, that's very near and dear to us. Very near and dear to our hearts, which is the boys, obviously. So it begs the question, Jake: Peacemaker or the boys? What do you the think? Boys is more of like a. It's more of like a drama, a dramedy, as a. Or as people call, it, I just call it a drama comedy because it's you know it has some funny and dark moments, but it's more down to earth and it's more realistic. Like there's no giant monsters or anything. There's no aliens or stuff like this. And with Peacemaker, it's, I want to say it's more comic booky, like a little campy, cartoony, but that makes it even better. Just like it does. It's a more like lighthearted kind of fun show. Voice great still, but it's more of like a voice more of like a dark and gritty kind of thing you know, about a man trying to get revenge for some bad happened to his wife. Yeah, I mean it's it's a hard decision, but just because like I feel like Peacemaker had eight tests or seven tests so far. Number eight tomorrow with each episode. I feel like he got an A plus on every episode. I would and agree. The boys, the boys have, you know, they have what like sixteen episodes or something. And I think they've nailed probably like twelve to thirteen of those episodes. The boys is fantastic, but there's a few episodes. Oh my god! Where, like, go through kind of slow down. The that was yeah. We don't. Whew, god, go read the show. 
But just because Peacemaker, like, how can you say it's not better if it doesn't have a bad episode? You know, if it doesn't have one bad episode, how could yeah. you say it's not the best? That's the, my only thing. Because uh, we, we, we both know how much we, we both love the boys. So it's, it's hard for us to say. But again, you know, perfect score versus a, a 92, you got to go with the perfect score. But anyway, Peacemaker, we're getting more Peacemaker. We're getting more. Hopefully, hopefully they don't kill off any more people. So we can have this cast return. I want to see Weasel. <laughs> we that, is so, Weasel. that is so easy to do because what, you know, if, what if that's his other show he's got going on? His other suicide Weasel, members. Weasley. <laughs> Weasley. <laughs> Imagine John Cena's reaction to seeing Weasel. I feel like I'll give him a oh wait, he never saw Weasel. Never mind. He never saw him. He did. Be great if he did. He did in the jail, but he didn't see him on the plane. Oh yeah, so what the hell is that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so season two. No one could jump. Did he could swim? <laughs> Just drowns. So, so on to our final topic of the day. We have exciting news about one of the best uh, start beginning of the franchise. Well, I guess it's a franchise. One of the best franchises going on right now. New franchises happening. Uh, a Quiet Place. Now, everybody loved the first A Quiet Place. That movie was awesome, and it was tense, and, you know, you're on the edge of your seat. You don't know what's going to happen, and you cared for the characters. And It was this new world that we hadn't yet seen that Netflix tried to rip off so blatantly, like, a year after with, with their stupid-ass... No, well, not Bird Block, but the other one. Oh, the, uh, the one with... It's something it's what the happened. Same concept. It? It's the same fucking concept. With like the but, thing, yeah. the silence. Yes. Yeah. Something stupid like shut, that. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to shut the fuck up, or else you're gonna die. It's like, all right, man, this was just done to perfection. Like Why are you trying house. to do this? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta shut the fuck up. But anyway, um, then a Quiet Place Two came out. We were big fans of Quiet Place Two, right? I was a huge fan of Quiet Place Two. Yeah. I think that was a top five movie. Was it last year? Last year that came out. Yeah, Two years ago, last year, top five movie last year. That movie was great. It was so good. I think Which that was the first is... movie to bring back the theaters. I believe it was one of the first. Yeah, uh, I believe it was one of the first. No, because Tenant, Tenant, and the New Mutants. But like this, really brought people back. Yeah, that's true. I guess because when, it had to be. I thought that twenty. Maybe it was even twenty twenty. Because that's what I thought. No. Okay, it had to have been twenty. It got know. delayed because they had that double I know feature. But I, I remember a hundred times. I remember when we got out of the theater, the new Shang-Chi trailer was out. May 28th, so they did push it back. So I guess, but I thought Tenet was in the summer. Tenet was like, I want to say July, yeah, August. Because so this was out before then. No, that was after. May is before July and August. No, because me, you, me, no, 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 me, you, and your sister went to Pennsylvania to go see Tenet and the New Mutants at that theater in Pennsylvania. And while we were driving yes. there, the governor lifted the movie theater ban. Because right when we were seniors in 2020, they pushed a this quiet is why, place. Jake, this is why. Tenet came out in 2020. Tenet was August 2020. And then so that, that makes sense. I have, hold on, I have the tickets. I might have the tickets on my on AMC still. But that's why. So that came out in 2020, and then we saw Quiet Place 2 last year, which was amazing. And some 2021, like yeah. It, like, it, even better than the first. What's good Quiet is Place they don't 2. set it up for sequel bait. It just seems like a naturally yeah. flowing story. It does. And so news came today. Well, we knew it was announced a few months ago that there was going to be a Quiet Place spinoff coming. And it wasn't going to include... It had nothing to do with the main storyline that was happening with Emily Blunt and the kids. It was some totally new thing happening in the same world of Quiet Place, which is, is cool. I mean, you could definitely expand on that world, right? There's a lot you could do with that. There's a lot. And today, it was just confirmed A Quiet Place 3, 2025. And now they haven't confirmed it, but it's heavily, heavily, like, um, what's it called? Assumed that John Krasinski will be coming back to direct Quiet Place 3. So, Jake, what, what are your thoughts on another with the Quiet Place spinoff and Quiet Place 3 potentially directed by Krasinski again? 
I think three would kind of like seal the deal because I try to two ended weirdly where it was like they weren't together, right? Like yep. weren't yep. they were like kind of separated. Yes, they were separated. So like you have, I feel like that story, that's gonna be finished at three. And then I feel like with two or the spinoff, there's a lot you can do. You could honestly, I don't know if you've ever played it, but back in the day there was this game on 360. It was like the Telltale Games of Walking Dead, and they had a like a DLC, and it was called 400 Days, and it was pretty much like four or five different stories about different survivors in the apocalypse. And in, in the last episode, you know, it's like a story-driven game. They all meet up. So I can honestly see something like that where it's like different survivors, different stories, kind of like an anthology. And then they all kind of meet up in the end and kind of like tie it all together. Okay. But I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm personally very excited to hear this news. I mean, I'm a big fan of both movies and, Oh yes. I think a trilogy is a good way to wrap this up. There's that storyline at least. I mean, you could do a lot agree, more yeah. with whatever else you want to do, but that family storyline, you know, get them to that island. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's pretty much the end of that. But the director of the spin-off is Michael Sarnowski, and he was just he only has one directorial debut. He had his director directorial debut earlier this year with Pig starring Nicolas Cage, which was highly regarded but that I've yet to see that I would like to see. So, listen, I mean, he's one for one, right? So hopefully surprising they're giving him a big movie like this, but I'm looking forward to it regardless. Um, and I think it's going to be, uh, I mean, it, it sucks, but I went to 2025 for Quiet Place 3. And like, that seems Jesus. ridiculous, doesn't it? That seems so far. We're going to be mid-20s by then, man. No, quiet place. 2025, wait. The first one came out when we were freshmen. It's like 2016, right? Something like that. Unless they do unless they do a time jump and they show, you know, those kids. Not going to do, like, Stranger Things where, like, oh, yeah, these kids are 20s. But no, wait, guys, guys, remember. <laughs> they're 14, they're in, man. They're 14. They're in middle, they're in middle <laughs> school. They're in, they're in high school. They're going to be 20-year-olds playing, you know, 14 year olds so yeah so yeah i mean a lot of exciting exciting movie news that we talked about today um obviously dr strange trailer excited for that peacemaker in a quiet place all big things jake all good things we have a lot to look forward to in the near future and that'll do it for us so until next time i'm austin jake and we will see you next time